1989, a young couple got married, and after their chasana, the young Kalu was extremely looking forward to her chasana pictures, the chasana album. In those days, everything went together. It wasn't regular printouts on the computer. It was, you got an album, you picked out the pictures, and she was using three-star photographers, and she sat down with them, and she was so excited, and she asked them a couple times, tell me, what's the balance, how much I owe? Happens to me she was very tight on money. She was not getting support from parents or in-laws. And they said, you know, we'll give you a final price when everything is finished. We'll tell you. And then finally, they've completed it. And they called her up and they told her there was a lady in charge. And she told her that the balance is $1,500. It's $1,500. That will cover everything. And she was like to herself, like, how am I going to come up with this money? So she said, okay, I'll get back to you shortly. She spoke it over with her husband. And Lamaisa, they saw that, you know, they really don't have the money. They're not getting support. They can't come up with the money. So the husband said, I have an idea. Let's ask them. We'll make a payment plan. And we'll pay, you know, make a plan how to pay it up. And then, hopefully, they'll release the pictures. So she called back the lady, and she told them, and she spoke it over with her husband. And the only thing they can afford right now is to make a payment plan. So the lady said, that's fine. There's no problem with that. But. We have a very firm policy that we do not release the pictures with the album until it's paid in full. So you can make a payment plan, but Lamaisa, we will not be able to release the pictures on the album until it's paid in full. So Lamaisa said, okay, that's what we'll have to do. Now, fast forward, 11 years later, in the year 2001, there was a young couple that just got married. They were on their way to move to Eretz Yisrael, and the husband came from a rich family. And they were in three-star photography in the store in Brooklyn, and they were looking over different pictures, how to set up their album. And there was a lady in charge there, this same lady. And she was showing them all these different albums there to choose from. Do you want to set it up like that? Do you want to set it up like this? So he says to her, the person, the new chassan, what's the, what's the pshat? How do you have so many, come to have so many albums laying around there? People donate extra albums to the photography place, studio? So she said, no. Over the years, people that don't end up paying their balances can't get their albums released. So over the years, it accumulated all these albums. That's why they're in the photography studio. So he picked up the album that was right next to him. And it says on it dated that this was the chasna was, the wedding was from 1989. And he opens it up. <coughs> Such a nice chasna and kala looks so happy. And the lady said, I remember this kala very well, the lady from the photography studio said. She was so excited with her album. And you should know that she takes a very big interest. She sends in payments all the time towards her plan. He says, really? How much? Can you tell me how much she owes on this album? She says, well, a minute, I'm going to go look up the records. She goes, looks it up, comes right back, and says it's from 11 years ago, 1989. She sends in $100 every year. So right now, she owes $400. Started with $1,500. She sends in $100 a year. And now she, owes, now she owes $400. So on the spot, he took out his checkbook. He wrote out a check for $400 and said, here's the check. Please go ahead and tell her it's a late wedding gift from someone that was here. She could get her album. So she went and she called. She said, so nice of you. And they got her the album and she was thrilled and excited. I read this story a lot of years ago in the first book that Bechil Spiro wrote, Touched by a Story. Now this story made a very deep impression on me. And I'm going to explain to you what made the impression on me. 
The fact that this person took out his checkbook and wrote a check of $400, that's not what really touches me. Because I think everyone understands that someone who has Avas Chesed and Avas Yisrael and has enough money in his bank account that he could write out a $400 check, every such person would jump at such a mitzvah that falls into your lap. You hear that this lady is not neglecting it. She's sending in $100 a year, and it means so much to her, and she didn't forget about it. And she, after 11 years, she's still sending in every year $100. Your heart goes out to that. Such a mitzvah falls in your lap. It's a gavaldika mitzvah. It's a gavaldika schos. But that's not what touches me so deeply. That is something that if someone has the money for it, and he has Avas Yisrael, it's something that most people would jump out to do. What always strikes me about the story, the point that I like to bring out to audiences, the following thing. I think it's safe to assume that at that wedding, there were either a sibling, or a brother-in-law, or a cousin, or a close friend, somebody there at that wedding that had money and would have been glad to contribute the money to help get this young Kala. She should get her pictures. But why didn't it happen? The reason why it didn't happen is because they were not aware of it. People have, Hashem made people with a self-pride. People don't like Naba the Kisufa taking something for free. People have a pride, they're not going to go around asking and saying, can you please help me, I need money for my pictures. But what we, what, to me, the real powerful lesson of this story is that so many people would love to help, they just don't know. They're not aware of the need. This is something that really, really is something very close to my heart. A person has to learn from such a story. If you have a sibling making a, a wedding, you have a cousin making a wedding, you have a close neighbor making a wedding, go be proactive. Find out. Pick up a phone. Call the wedding call. Call a photographer. Make a phone call. Do they have the money to pay? Do, are they able to afford it? Don't just say, everything looks fine. Everything looks good. I once approached somebody who I know that his uh, a very close relative was struggling mightily under tremendous pressure. And I told that to the person. And this person was a, a very well-to-do person. He said, I don't know, I just met him. He looks fine. He looks good to me. I said, he looks fine. Baruch Hashem, he looks fine. Does he have to collapse with a heart attack in order that you should feel that it's time to do something? Baruch Hashem, he should always feel fine. But how do you know that? How do you know about that he's not having sleepless nights? If somebody goes ahead and has five kids that he has to pay tuitions, and he has a daughter in seminary, and he's also supporting two sons-in-law, which is very, very commonplace in our circles, don't just say, it's a nace that he's making it, and now he's making another third wedding. It's just a nace. Baruch Hashem. Let's thank Hashem. Let's say hello. No. Maybe this person is not falling asleep at night because every month he has to scrounge around that I have to get the money for this son-in-law, the money for that son-in-law, and I have to pay that tuition. I know someone, a very, very well-to-do person who opens up his heart to people. He told me now, the day camp season, he has people coming to him all the time that they cannot afford to pay day camps. They're not embarrassed to come to this person because this person is someone who incredibly lives in a small little townhouse and he's out there supporting, I can't tell you how many people. But a person should realize, maybe it's my brother, maybe it's my cousin that's not making ends meet. 
and they're struggling. Let me go find out to see if I can help. This is what I learned from that, this story. What I learned from this story is, don't just say everything looks great, she's such a smiling cow. Who knows how many nights she cried herself to sleep because she didn't have her pictures. A person needs to be proactive and go out and look out and see. Let me see who I can help before the person collapses. Before the person becomes in a tzibarach in a situation, let me see if I can go help that person. And that, me the connected me the Hashem should always help us, that we should never fall.